podcast. I'm Becca from Insightful Connections. And I'm Michelle, our Price of Light Worker. And I just said my business title straight away. But I'm Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> it's automatic, isn't it? Well, yeah. Here I am trying to figure out, is it morning yet? It's still morning. Yeah. It's still morning. It, it just sort of flows. <laughs> it just flows on very, very easily. Um, Beck, welcome to the podcast and our listeners at home. We are just a couple of uh, spiritually wear chicks and uh, we like to catch up every week and we just think, well, you know, we we are pretty interesting. We find ourselves pretty interesting. So we're like, why not get together and uh, let everyone else sort of tune in and uh, get some get some guidance from us today. I think I think we find each other very interesting. Yeah. I don't know if anyone <laughs> else well does, together. but, you know, and maybe our birds do, <laughs> but uh, apart from that, maybe not. <laughs> oh, so today our mission is to get you to learn something, share some tips and tricks and give you some guidance with a card draw, maybe an affirmation or two. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about shedding. Um, so that's our theme for today. Um, summarizing, I am summarizing. Uh, making space for the new is what we've uh, given the title uh, to this particular episode. But basically, we're talking about getting rid of what you don't need. That's what we're really talking about. So um, that's what we're going to be discussing today. But um, before we get into the theme, Beck, we always like to catch up on what's been going on. So has anything spectacular been happening for you this week? Not really this week. It's It's been an interesting week and I think it's probably um, today's episode is going to give me sort of a, a, a kick up the, the back. Kick up the back. I'll put it that way. You can um, say bottom. I think bottom is okay. Bottom. Kick up the bottom because um, I've just been so blah this week. I have just been, yeah, just not, don't want to do anything don't want to do anything. I just want to relax. I just want to sit back. I put a load of washing on. That was good. I didn't hang it out, but I put a it bit on. Unmotivated, like a bit unmotivated, <laughs> I'm or so unmotivated. At oh, the bet. But that's that's all right. But I think it's just also my time, and it's just sort of taking time for myself and letting myself just sort of get ready Recovering. for what's coming. Yeah, kind of like yeah. the calm before the storm is what I want to say. Yeah, I definitely get that. Sometimes spirit will um. <laughs> slow your schedule down a little bit and um, you might have fewer clients than normal or something like that and then all of a sudden boom it's all happening so yeah I totally agree with that yeah it does oh this is the best this is the best um I've just picked up my fairy card how good is this Beth so this is yeah. um, the card. Sorry, have you finished? I just I just got very excited yeah, no, when I go see ahead. the card. Go ahead. Um, Show me. So this is Oracle of the Fairies, Karen Kay. Really great deck. Yep. So I've got Doreen Virtue's fairies as well. Uh, but Karen Kay is brilliant. So she's uh, one of the newbies. And how appropriate uh, is that, Rebecca? So I'm just showing Rebecca the card. But we're actually recording over the Easter long weekend because this episode won't go to where immediately. Um, we do record ahead of time. But this is actually being recorded over the Easter long weekend. And I've got a photograph of a rabbit, a giant rabbit, if you like. And he's got a little leaf saddle. So he's got a saddle over his back and it's made from leaf. And he's got a little vine uh, wrapped around his face for like the um, reins, like you would have on a horse. And there's a little fairy lady next to him with beautiful, the wings are very similar color because there's carrots um, in the picture as well. Or is yeah. it? No, there's no carrots in the picture. What did I say? Carrots. That's are they not? Yeah, I can see. Hang on. There's no oh, carrots. no, they're mushrooms. Yeah. They're yeah, I was seeing, I don't know, I was seeing carrots as well. Um, that's so strange. <laughs> um, there's little mushrooms with red tops on them and the beautiful fairy has uh, green and red wings. So it kind of matches the scenery. It matches the little saddle and the red um, mushrooms. 
but it's all about going on a journey. So this one's all about going on a little trip. So it's about, you know, and certainly over Easter, you know, most of us are sort of going away and doing stuff and going on holidays. Um, but this is a reminder to do it. So either plan something, it's always good to have something on the go because often I say to people, oh, you know, you're going away anywhere. And they're like, oh no, maybe, maybe not. And if you don't plan it, I find that you kind of don't do it. So my feeling with this one is to, and the message for anyone who's listening, is to just make the plan, have it on the back burner, um, put the things into sort of um, place, whether you book a trip, like a um, accommodation somewhere and then figure the rest out later. Um, but I feel like we always want to have something to look forward to. And it is all about the journey as well. The journey part of that is really important because it's all about the journey, not the destination. And that's why I say to a lot of people because everyone's like, what's the outcome going to be? What's going to happen? What's it going to look like? A lot of the time it's all about presence and it's like just focus on the journey because otherwise you miss everything. You miss the signs, you miss all the important stuff along the way and we don't want you to do that. So the journey part of that I think is uh, really important as well. Um, the rabbit actually has a little fairy crown, but it's around his uh, or flower crown around his neck as well. But yeah, I could see carrots in there. That's so strange. I swear to God I saw carrots in there. Really weird. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought I did first at the first flash of that. Yeah. But I just wanted to say to Michelle, when you were talking about being connected and and just going ahead and doing, making the plans and, and then, you know, seeing how things work out, I've just yeah. pulled an affirmation. I just had the urge to pull an affirmation card. And the affirmation card I've pulled is when I'm connected to my joyful presence, I attract support from the universe. Oh, I love that. So like you were saying being yeah. connected and just, you know, being present and taking the moment and the then journey. Things, you know, seeing how they work out with the That's journey. Neat. Yeah. They're always Very good cool. as affirmations, aren't they? They always um, confirm what we were talking about, which is fantastic because the opposite would not be fun for us. We're, um, <laughs> we like being, we like being on, uh, on the same wavelength, Beck and I. Uh, so are you done, Beck? Did you have anything else you wanted to say for your week? No, tell me, tell me what's going on with you. What's going uh, well, you? not a lot. I mean, I don't have COVID this week, which is good. I did have COVID. And um, so, and I don't think we spoke about it last time. So that's probably something I can mention. Yeah, I had COVID. It was like a cold. Um, it's no big deal. Um, I didn't get vaxxed and I'm really happy I didn't get vaxxed um, because, yeah, it wasn't a big deal for me. I knew I had a good immune system. I'm not saying that this is right for everyone. I'm certainly, you know, anyone who's immune compromised and got other things going on, that's your decision. Uh, so I'm not, you know, spruiking this as a thing to do. I'm just saying for me, it didn't feel right, didn't get it. Um, and I'm really happy because I'm doing a lot of immune stuff myself. And yeah, it was basically a cold. Um, husband got it. He's still coughing now and he is immune compromised though. Uh, and I've got quite a few clients that are getting it. It seems to be just really like spreading very quickly now because it is quite mild. And I do know a lot of people who are getting it, a lot of light workers who are getting it as well, which is interesting, a lot of my clients. So I'm still seeing some people online who are uh, going through it. But yeah, it seems to be getting everyone at the moment. So it's really interesting. Seem to know a lot of people. I don't know if Beck's the same, but um, yeah, I seem to know a lot of people who've got it. So I recovered from that. It was very tiring and I didn't do any exercise. I stayed indoors, you know, for the entire time. And I really missed the exercise, really missed it. As soon as I got my negative, um, and I think I was saying this to you. Was I saying this to you last time, maybe? Yeah, staying yeah, alive. I think, yeah, I think you were. Yeah. So I think I did talk <laughs> about it. But, um, yeah. Bags were packed. <laughs> I was on my way. But yeah, I still still feel a bit tired and I am still sleeping longer than I normally would, but I'm just doing that because I don't want to get chronic fatigue. So, um, you know, that's what I'm sort of doing that for. But yeah, I've been chockers. Like I've just been, I had a call this morning for another client, a new client. Like I've got a lot of referrals at the moment. So it's like everyone I read for, they talked about three or four people and then all the bookings come in. So it's really good. And, you know, our business is, is good. So 
I feel like it's, um, you know, the past life readings, I put up a little post about that. And it's such a good thing to do, Beck, um, getting around that algorithm on Facebook sometimes and boosting those posts occasionally. It does cost a little bit of money, but it does pay off. And I did boost a post I put up about past life readings and lineage clearings. And it was just generally speaking about, and I mentioned you in it, I don't know if you saw it, but I mentioned you in it, um, not personally, not with your name, but just a bunch of um, things about Mary Queen of Scots and things like that. Oh, and I was just yes. talking about some of the, yeah, some of the really top ones that I've come across. And um, so after that, I got, you know, probably, oh gosh, four or five bookings immediately for past life and lineage. And then I got like, you know, four or five inquiries about them, you know, people asking questions about them. I had another one this morning, which is why I thought about it. And so that's really great. I mean, that just escapes the algorithm. It gets your post out there to more people. So I do, as a business person, a business owner, I do recommend um, boosting posts or putting up an app because it does get out to more people. Um, and I do actually find that it works. You know, if it doesn't work, I won't, wouldn't talk about it. Um, but I do find that that works. So that's something that I've been finding um, this morning has been really good. All the inquiries are still coming in for that one post that I did. So um, definitely paying off, Rebecca. So we might get into the show. Are you good for us to do that? Absolutely. Get in and start chatting about what we're chatting about. So the theme, as I said, was making space for the new today. So I sort of wanted to ask a question here, you know, maybe the listener at home and maybe Rebecca as well. Mm -hmm. uh, how often do you find yourself looking around your home and feeling a little bit sort of closed in, a little bit kind of, ooh, ooh, everything's kind of, you know, closed, I'm a little claustrophobic in here. And when you go, you know, you go to Asia or something like that, you know, we've been invited to people's homes in uh, India and, and Nepal and they just have nothing like they certainly in Nepal there's nothing they don't even have seats and tables they don't even have like beds there's like you know the tiny little kitchen one room and a lot of the buildings um in the room where they've got many kids um and they all just kind of hang out and they sleep there and they you know don't you know worry about possessions and I remember going into a Nepalese house back in the day when I was traveling Nepal and they literally the only thing they had there was an Australian flag on the wall that have been signed by all the people that they'd taken on this particular tour that they really enjoyed. Um, the person was a guide that lived there. So they take people up, you know, the mountains, Everest and all of that. So they had a, an Australian flag on the wall with all the signatures on it. That was the only possession in the home, apart from their pots and pans they used for cooking. They don't have possessions. They don't give presents. They don't do the whole birthday thing. Like you, um, I'd ask people, oh, when's your birthday? People don't even know because they don't, they don't acknowledge their birthdays. They don't know the day they were born. They know approximately their age. They have clans. So they talk about, you know, their, their clan, which is like their surname kind of thing is really important, but they don't acknowledge their birthdays. So don't, the parents don't record the birthdays in Nepal. So they don't give presents um, and they don't really recognize Christmas um, with their religion either. So they just don't have presents. They don't give gifts and they don't believe in thank you. You know, I'd say thank you. And they're like, oh, they get really embarrassed because it's assumed the thank you was assumed you don't actually say it because they get very embarrassed so I just sort of went through that and I thought you know what this is amazing and literally I came home and I don't have a lot of stuff but I threw out I threw out a lot of stuff because I was like what am I holding out of this for like what do you need it for these people have a flag and that's it you know no presents because you think about all the presents your kids get every year and Easter and Christmas and birthday and la 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 and it's ridiculous. So that really taught me a lot. And that really brought me home and made me want to declutter um, because, you know, the energy does get a little bit heavier. I do a lot of house clearings. And Beck does a bit of this as well. Um, and that's one of the, I think, one of the benefits of moving house is when you actually get to chuck all the stuff out. Um, that's one of the things that I certainly do. You know, it's like all oh, this kitchen stuff. I don't need that anymore. You know, whatever else I can sort of get rid of. Sometimes moving house is a good way to do that, um, decluttering. And it does make you feel a bit lighter. I find it makes you feel a little bit less uh, dense, a little bit less heavy and a little bit closed, less closed in. Um, so, yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say there, Beth. 
I um I, I do do a lot of sort of sorting stuff out, moving the furniture around and and, and what have you, um, just to, to shake up that energy and move it all out. But <clears throat> on the other hand, I also do tend to keep a lot of stuff because I had a, I have, a, have a lot of good stuff there that I'm not ready to part with yet. But what I do is actually just sort of put it in a box, put it into the, to the shed there, and I know that if I need it, it's there, but I'm not sort of thinking on it and it's not weighing on my mind all the time that it's sort of hanging around. And, um, you know, because, you know, your thoughts attract things. So if you're thinking about all that clutter that you've got there that you've, you've sort of just put into storage or something like that, that can also affect affect your mind and your thoughts and those sorts of things too especially if they're things that you need to keep but you know you, you just you just don't want to be associated with that energy anymore so it's always good too just to do a sort of bit of a clearing on it energetic yeah. clearing as we do with you know with our um, healings and, and what have you can just do energetic clearings on things put them aside and then you don't have to sort of think about them but it's all about understanding how important it is to create space for change and allowing new things or processes in so like we were saying decluttering physically uh, time making space maybe doing something like cooking or in a routine so um, so if you've, if you've been in this routine for so long and you've been cooking every night for the last 20, 30 years, <laughs> or if you've got children or, you know, that's just your routine, that sort of thing. Um, so if you've been doing this for such a long time and now someone else can take up that, that um, task or that chore one night to allow space for something else for you. So um, maybe the kids have gotten older and they can take over that one night on your Tuesday night. I need you to do the cooking now on a Tuesday night because there's something I want to do. You can attend a course, the gym, you know, join a group, um, reevaluate your focuses and letting go of things you can't control. So this goes back to what we often speak about, Michelle, is our God box, just putting things, you know, clearing out your energy, your thoughts and, and putting them there and, and just leaving them there to to be dealt with by the angels and source and and god and what have you yeah it's a great one the god box um yeah absolutely so following the path of least resistance and and definitely cutting out that drama yep excellent suggestions there Beth. as you were talking i just sort of thought of a couple of things there too and you know as i sort of alluded to getting rid of stuff i think in the physical world is akin to clearing out the emotions and so a lot of the time, this is really good for people going through um, separation and divorce. It's never a fun thing. It's never um, something that, you know, we enjoy going through. But if you are going through a separation and divorce, it is good to, you know, get rid of whatever I think you shared um, and, you know, send that off to Salvos or something like that and just get new stuff, um, whether it is just cheap, you know, Ikea or, you know, whatever it is. Um, we use a lot of mocha. We have a lot of mocha in our home, which is pretty affordable mock of furniture. Um, sometimes it's just good to have that, you know, fresh start and make way for the new part of your life, a new chapter, you know, to open. So I, I use this as an example because I have had a lot of people coming to me for readings um, this week and probably last week that are going through separations and divorces. And I had another phone call this morning about it. So sometimes, um, you know, I have women here who are like, oh, maybe I'll buy the other person out and I can remain there and I can stay in the home. And, you know, sometimes I've got kids, you know, so it's a little bit easier not having to move. And look, I always say it's free will, but I do check with your loved ones and sort of see what they think about it. 
and I can check the energy for them. You know, you can always check the energy and see if that's um, if that's a good idea. But generally, I'll recommend a fresh start is better. Um, but I also suggest, and I've got a friend who goes around and does um, professional house clearings. She's very, very good at it. Um, she does it all remotely as well. I do recommend maybe using someone like that or trying to smudge yourself. If you are moving out and you have had that sort of thing going on, there's been a lot of arguing and unpleasantness to do that for the next person. You know, I think it's polite. Not everyone does that when they move into new houses. Not everyone's aware of energy in the way that we are. Uh-huh. So I do recommend that you kind of do that to give someone else a bit of a, you know, cleanish campus. So lots of smudging and all of that sort of stuff. And remember that timber and mirrors soak up a lot of energy. So if there's been a lot of arguments around mirrors in front of mirrors or around timber furniture, again, that's something that you either want to get into with some sort of cleanser, um, do a lot of smudging, I guess, you know, set the intention you want to get rid of any energy. And I'm speaking more about sort of, you know, uh, cleansing and clearing. But, you know, this is a physical world thing, you know, and it can affect us. And I've had that example of that gentleman I did a house clearing out where he's, um, he was going through a separation and the whole house was full of furniture from other people's houses. It was all secondhand furniture from God knows where because they didn't have a lot of money and it's not their fault. But they brought in this leather chair. I was telling you in a previous podcast, a leather lounge chair that was so tattered and like there was no way of cleaning it. There was just, it was falling apart. And it was full of energy and I couldn't go near it. I was like, I don't know what happened to that chair, but I could not go near it. And same with my colleague who was with me. So I believe that that guy got rid of a lot of stuff. The house other than that, I mean, the guy was very good. He was very spiritual. You know, the house was, was good. It was just, they had all these things in the home and leather is animal skin, you know? So it just soaks everything up. So you really got to think about the materials in your home as well. And sometimes if you are moving, it is good to probably get rid of those things um if you do want a fresh start and i'm talking mainly for um people going through the separations and divorces i guess at the moment or you know yeah if there's any sort of uh, unpleasantness you know if you had an unpleasant flatmate and things like that i guess mm-hmm. you know arguments um it would we would fit into that category as well i think the other good thing just to mention there as well is that when you leave a place so mm. if you're in a place and there's a lot of arguments stuff when you're actually leaving as well mm. not just coming into it mm. but leaving that particular leave it clean for someone else or, yeah leave it clean for someone else because you right. don't want to be leaving, you know, that. Your stuff. That, um, absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Because yeah. not one sensitive. You know, you know, the other morning I was driving in the car back from an appointment with my son and I had a thought about schedules and how busy we get day to day and I had so many errands to do that day. Oh, my gosh. So I thought about how sometimes I, I really just wanted to spend some time meditating and, and doing that, but I just did not get, was not going to get the time to do it. I think I was reading your mind so, then, Beck, because I was just looking at my little notes here. I'm sort of typing as I go. And I was going, <laughs> I think I might talk about meditation and how you can use that to, uh, and then you sit and I went, oh, what? What? There's something going on here. You can still talk about it. You can still talk about it because um, this might be a good segue for you. <laughs> so I thought about how sometimes just going for a walk or taking time to meditate isn't on top of the action list. Uh, and then I came, it, then I had just come in while I was driving. I had come in, just take a few minutes to close your eyes and quiet your mind. That's what I had coming in while I was driving. Obviously, I wasn't going to do that while I was driving, drive, driving, but I did think to myself, yeah, I can manage that today. And then, you know, even if I, if I just do that at least a few times a day, I'm making space for what's next. So just, you know, being able to, to stop do one task that I was doing in between, just take maybe five or 10 minutes just to just to quiet the mind. I don't have to be thinking about anything. I don't have to be planning the next steps, mm-hmm. just quiet the mind and, and uh, mm. move on. Very, 
beneficial for you when you're yeah. really busy. Because <laughs> a lot of the time it is just um, that overwhelm. And mm. I've been hearing from a few people lately, and this is why I thought about meditation and then Beck said it. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on here? Um, it's like this week, Beck, I had a client I was doing meditation with and um, I was getting her to do telepathy. And actually, yeah, no, no, it was um, the, you know, the online one that I use, um, Psychic yes. um, Trainer or um, yeah, whatever it's called, and ESP Trainer, I think it is. And um, she was looking at the image that you couldn't see with your naked eye. And she, I said, I wrote yellow on my notepad. And then she said yellow. And I went, oh, that's weird. And I, I sort of moved away from her because I was like, she was here face to face. And I thought, am I, am I putting that into her head? Did I just do that? It was just really strange. It was yellow and yellow. And I thought, oh, that's weird. And when we got the image up, there was one very specifically, it was a hard rock cafe emblem with a big yellow background. And that was the correct, um, the correct option. So yeah, I was like, I don't know what's going on, but that just happened then with you. So what I was going to say is meditation is a great way to clear space. And I've been hearing from a lot of people who've been suffering, you know, panic attacks lately, which is so interesting because you don't hear from people like that all the time. But when they come in, often they feel like a little pressure cooker. And it's like all the stuff, all the stuff, all the stuff. Now, one of the ladies I'm thinking about in particular, she's a carer for her dad. So her dad is terminally ill and she's his sole carer. So um, similar situation, I guess, to the other lady I was talking about before with um, the husband who's quadriplegic. Uh, so she's his full-time carer. She doesn't get out much. Um, she's really very careful because he's uh, not vaccinated and everything else and he can't get you know, COVID or anything. So she has to be careful where she goes and what she does and everything else. So it's quite restrictive, not a lot of fun. And not a lot of time to clear. You know, she can't just run down to the beach whenever she wants and do a little clearing. So she's just got, she's like a little pressure cooker. And I really felt that when I saw her the other day. So I gave a few tips around, you know, breathing out for longer than you breathe in. And, you know, all the ways that we sort of, I guess, clear the space within the body because it's not just external, it is internal as well. So talked about that, talked about child's pose, talked about, you know, all these different things. And um, she said that she went to a Pilates class, um, which is great, you know, relaxing, sort of a meditation-y type thing. Went to a Pilates class and had a massive pa- uh, panic attack and had to leave in the middle of it. So she was really, really freaking out. And, um, you know, uh, the only thing I could suggest at that point, I suggested tapping as another possibility. So I guess I'm saying all of these things because some of these things might work, you know, for people who are listening at home. But tapping is another really good one because what we're trying to do is calm the nervous system. So when we get overloaded with stuff, you know, we've got all these emotions and we're not grieving or, you know, holding on to stuff. It's like the body just gets into like overwhelm and, you know, the nervous system sends us into fight or flight. So we're like, I've got to, I've got to run away. I've got to get away. Got to get away. And um, it's this constant, you know, because that's what a panic attack is. It's like, holy crap, the bear's coming or the lion's coming. I'm going to get eaten. You're in the middle of Pilates class. Like what's going to happen to you? It's not realistic. So it's like they're just in a different world. And I did really find with her that she was quite, quite out of body. She wasn't present. She was sort of mm. to the left or the right. She wasn't quite in here. So, you know, we do really, um, as Beck said, need to clear the space internally. And hopefully some of those things that we've just talked about will do that, will help you. Um, and these are things that we all use. You know, one of the great things about bringing you back to the present as a side note is oil. You know, I'm, I'm always slathering different scents. I've got a diffuser burning there. I've got incense burning over there. Um, and some people are very sensitive. So I'll, um, I'll base that on my client at the time. But um, yeah, the oils are amazing, you know, for bringing you back. Brilliant. Internal um, or in your skin. Um, and that's just more about presence and actually making space. But um, all of that is about calming the nervous system, which is at the basis of everything we're talking about, I think. 
And and the thing with panic attacks, like you said too, it's it's, it's not realistic, but it is no. extremely real at mm. the time when you're. Oh, going you think having a heart it. attack? Like it is. Some of them are like I've I've in the past have had bad panic attacks for yeah. for different reasons and and what have you. Um, and I've certainly found that a lot of those things that you said have have helped out. I've also got um, in my lounge room a glass bowl. It's like a big glass fruit bowl, frosted sort of pinkish colour and it's on a stand and I've made that into a um, a water feature. So I've got a little pump oh, going and I've got a little around it. And I've got um, crystals in there as well. So that actually sits on my coffee table in the lounge room now. Yeah. And that, that gets turned on and, and um, yeah, really good. But it's, it's good to have that. So gratitude and self-care, taking time, for, taking some downtime, um, you really need to only start with 10 minutes a day if that, you know, just build it up. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. 10 minutes a day. Resting gives our physical and energetic energy the opportunity to process our emotions and information um, helps with creativity and attention to things. So get outdoor, get that information, get that information from nature, the calmness, the trees swaying, the, the, the water, just the fresh air. It's all information that you're taking in energetically. So if you can get to a lake or a pond or water feature, as, as we were just talking about, it amplifies with the, the fresh air. So everyone's guilty of using technology or watching TV as a downtime go-to with all the news and the ads that come through on technology. It can actually increase your anxiety or focus consciously and subconsciously in a negative way. So cutting out all that drama, big... Um, and the biggest space cleanser for yourself, the biggest space for yourself energetically is nutrition and sleep. That creates a lot of space inside your, your physical 100%. for you to, to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sleep Certainly especially. creates space and let's, let's new in. Let's new yep. in. Yeah, no, that's great because um, a lot of people say, and probably us included, you know, sometimes you wake up and you don't feel refreshed. Sometimes you wake up and you feel like you haven't been mm -hmm. asleep. And we've got a little dog with a lot of um, skin issues and allergies and things. And so I was showing my husband my um. I thought sleep. you just said skin issues. You said skin issues. I thought you said skin, skin issues. Skin issues. <laughs> oh right, skinny shoes. Oh my god, no. Um, she does have she does have shoes on though because she can't walk on the grass because she's allergic to that as well. But um, yeah, I use my uh, watch, my smartwatch, to kind of monitor my sleep. And this whole week, I've been getting up probably five, six times a night, and she's been going out to go to the bathroom on the grass, which is so weird. So I got him to check her for UTIs and things um, because I was like, she's drinking a lot of water, you know, it could be kidney, um, but she seems to be going to the toilet a lot during the night. So, and she has a doggy door, but she seems to like me to come down with her. So yeah, it's been ridiculous. And I've been up for probably two hours a night every night and you just feel like you're not really um, rested and then you go to do a whole day of readings and clearings and healings and things. So um, I totally agree with what Beck just said about the sleep, because if I don't get enough, I do feel anxious. I wake up anxious, but then I've got my coping mechanisms with my breath work, um, you know, with the various uh, drinks, the immune system stuff that I do, all of that seems to calm me, or I just go and stand on the grass in the sun. It's another great one. Um, removing that residual energy. Um, I'll breathe it out, you know, breathing out through my mouth, um, longer than I'm inhaling, uh, getting the sun to burn off anything. Um, I often will target my solar plexus when I'm standing in the sun. So I'll sort of spread my arms out wide and I'll allow the sun to come into the solar plexus and cleanse anything from there. And it always makes me feel better always. So, you know, that's, that's a very bare feet, really good as well. Grounding while you're doing that. But that's a really simple way to, um, you know, clear out any residual energy um, from your body. 
And again, making space for my day because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to prepare myself for the readings and everything that I'll be doing that day. So Becca mentioned her water feature early and I thought this is a good um, suggestion and something that I just wanted to add to that is make sure that whatever possessions you do have mean something to you. So Beck's got this glass bowl and usually I guess a glass bowl might sit there and just get dusty. You know, you think about your grandparents' house back in the day, they had a lot of possessions, had a lot of pretty things and they spent all day dusting them. You know, a lot of grandmothers would just dust. That's what they would do, go around and dust everything. And it's like, what is the point of this? You know, yes, it's kind of pretty and, you know, it's nice to look at and people come over and they go, look at your beautiful bowl. But it's like they serve purposes. We need to use these things. And I think grandmothers are a good example because a lot of the time they had all these things locked away in a cupboard. No one ever saw them and never saw the light of day because it was like, that's my nice stuff and no one's going to touch that thing. And it's like, then they died and then they left it to someone else. And it's like, no one's actually using these items. These items are meant to be used. So my feeling is that, you know, whatever you do have, make sure that they do uh, mean something to you. If you do have these things, um, because I've had, you know, let's say it sounds terrible. I've had wedding gifts. I've had engagement presents. I've had things that I just kind of look at birthday presents where I just kind of go, you know what, I actually don't like that. And I don't really want it. And then it goes in the cupboard and it's like, lately I've been going, well, you know, no one's going to see that. No one will remember giving it to me. I'm sure. So I've been getting rid of stuff like that because it's stuff that I kind of felt that I had to keep because it's, it, you know, it's a present or gift, but then it's like, I don't actually, I don't actually like it and I don't really want it. So that sounds terrible, but hopefully no one's listening who gave me a wedding or an engagement present. Um, but, you know, <laughs> make sure they mean something to you because it's personal. And this is why I think, Beck, and I, you would have found this in your friendship circles too, I'm sure, is that we used to give a lot of presents. And nowadays um, it's really money. Like I find that I'm giving away a lot of gift certificates or I'm asking people, what do you want? And I'll buy that. So, you know, that's changed because when I was growing up, people just got you what they thought you wanted. That was the thing. Yeah. People would give you perfume. They'd give you, you know, all these things, you know, and I'm like, oh, that perfume's disgusting, whatever it is. It's like no one ever used to ask. And now I find that I just go, what do you want? Do you want cash? Do you want this specific thing? And I think we're changing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and I mean, the gift registries. Yeah. Are amazing. Oh, so are good. Amazing. So good because you're getting the Absolutely. things that you actually want. And this is, where, right. this is where we're changing because, you know, my mom is very good at bringing over stuff that she got. She actually brought over a knife set that she got for her wedding and she's never used it. And I'm 45, so that would be 50-something married. Mum and dad are in their 70s. Um, yeah, 50-something years old. And she's never, never opened it. And it was a, a wedding present. And she goes, do you want these? Steak knives. And I'm like, yeah, they're great. I'll take them. You know what I mean? Because I can use them. Jason uses steak knives all the time. And, and especially because, I mean, they don't make them now no. like they used these are the to. wooden. These are the wooden handles. They're made to last. Yeah, and they don't get rusty. <laughs> the, the ones that we bought, you know, El Cheapo ones, they were, they were rusty and that's why she brought them over because they were getting rusty. These ones in the dishwasher, the whole thing, nothing, no problem, no rust, nothing. Like they're amazing. So really, really good quality. So I appreciate that. But you think about that, they've been sitting in their drawer for over 50 years, never open. Over 50 years? That's a long time, yeah? Um, and that's the kind of stuff because that's what people did though. Mums in that era, in the 70s, they're, they're, the, they're the era that hang on to everything. So what I want to suggest to you with us moving forward, because this house is, you know, very different to my grandparents' house and my parents' house and everything else. Because let me tell you, my parents' house, holy white man, there's some stuff there, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dad, if he's listening. But this is about, you know, if you can't justify having it, you know, get rid of it. 
um, create an altar. So in my workspace here, um, and I can put up a photo on um, in the show notes, but in my space here, I've got all my crystals set up. I've got my oil set up there. I've got a couple of card decks that I really love here behind me over my shoulder. I've got an um, Louise Hay affirmations, little desktop calendar here. Um, and funnily enough, isn't it funny how spirit works, Rebecca? Because have a look at that picture. I've got a photo I'm showing Rebecca, Tuesday, April 5, and there's a beautiful um, golden retriever on the front of it with the flower crown. He's got little um, daisies around his head. <laughs> and I had a lady in here who had a Labrador cross golden retriever, but it was more golden retriever than Labrador. And that came up and um, I was chatting away, chatting away, chatting away. And then spirit made me look over my shoulder. Now, what's funny about this is the date on here is Tuesday, April 5. And I thought that was a correct day because when I was unwell, I hadn't changed this for a while. So I just looked at Tuesday and I thought that was a correct day. It was Tuesday when she came in and she goes, Michelle, that's a week ago. Because I turned around, I saw it and I went, oh my God, it looks like your dog. It's, it's amazing. And she went, yeah, it is. But she goes, why is it a week ago? And I went, oh my God, all I saw was Tuesday. <laughs> You know what I mean? Isn't that funny how spirit works? Because she had to see that. She had to see that. And honest to God, all my hair just went up. Honest to God, I had no idea it was week, a week ago that that was there. But she had to have that picture. She went, golden retriever Labrador. And I'm like, here we are. Here's what I prepared earlier. Look at this thing. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know why that came up. But uh, this is how you sort of just, oh, that's what I was saying, alter. So I've got my Louise Hay um, daily affirmations. Every day I get a beautiful, positive affirmation. Beck loves her affirmations as well. So that's what we surround ourselves with. And I love my space, you know. Yes, sometimes I'll get rid of some books off the bookshelf because I've got lots of books on the bookshelf there. And I've got my healing table over there. But I have all the things that I love in this room and I can sit in here and I'm completely happy, completely happy. And that's the feeling yeah. that I want for everyone at home. So I would suggest, you know, having an altar. And when I say altar, um, a corner of the lounge room or if you have a separate kind of living area or like a little room, a little space that no one else is in, it's really good to have a little space for you. A, if you wanted to just do a random yoga session online, um, a bit of meditation, Whatever you kind of want to do, I always make sure when I move into a house, where's my little yoga place going to be? You know, is there room for me to do a meditation? Is there room for me to play some online games? You know, like we have um, the Wii Fit, you know, so sometimes it's good to do the dancing and the stuff like that. So we have what's called an activity room upstairs and we can do all of that up there. So, and it's out of the way, it's out of the way of the rest of the house, you know? So I'd like to have that in a home uh, when I move in because that's a bit of space for me to do that thing. Otherwise... You're never going to do it. If the lounge and, and all the living areas are all sort of occupied and people are always in them, you're not randomly going to jump in there into your online yoga session or your meditation. So I do recommend if you are in a busy family, you know, with kids and husbands and everything else going on, see if you can find a home or if you can fashion a home into this. Um, where even if you have one of those beautiful, you know, those um, like Chinese kind of or Japanese, you know, um, space you know, where they have the little curtain that it's like a stand. The screen. Screen. Yeah, like a screen. screen. You can put a screen up or something like that. Screen off like a section of the home. Oh, yeah, exactly. Beck's got one with uh, hummingbirds or something on the back of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, anything like that, um, just screening off a section of the home. Um, again, just to clear some space because you've got that little clear space in there. It's got your incense and everything else in there. You're going to do the thing. Absolutely. And I just wanted to really quickly just throw in there too. Sometimes... Um, you know, you're in an environment and it's not actually easy to have that set space for yourself. Yeah. You can still create it. You can still create it. You can still have people come in, but just make sure that you're cleansing the space, sort of keeping the, the, the airflow through, setting good intentions and just sort of clearing out the energy. You know, you can do that with, with intentions um, and 
you know, saging, oils, incense, those sorts of things, that will help as well for those. Absolutely. So, And just with the sleep thing you were talking about, Michelle, going outside and grounding yourself, yeah. I am, I'm one of those who sleep hot. So I radiate heat while I sleep and I have always done so. That's like One a dude, I, huh? I do. I, I like just like, It's just like. At night time, my body's just like in overload. But one thing I find, because it can be, you know, very disturbing with your sleep patterns and what have you, is I actually will go out in the middle of the night, stand on the grass and release the energy. Ah. So if I'm tossing and turning because I'm hot and I can't sleep or I've just got, you know, this this sort of thing, because this happens to us too, yeah. um, just, just because we, you know, we do energy work and things like that, it's, a, it's actually build-up of energy. Correct. Um, so, you know, we need to ground ourselves as, as well. But I find that actually going out, standing on the grass at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, whatever, I can then get back to sleep and have such a restful night's sleep, just letting it all go. Barefoot on the grass, team. let it all go. So I just wanted to do that. Um, the other last thing I just really wanted to add here also is pulling out the furniture and dusting behind it, especially, you know, it helps clear stagnant energy. So especially like the bed, the bed head, Yeah. pull the bed off the wall, give it a quick vac and a wipe down, you know, maybe even some eucalyptus oil, detergent and eucalyptus oil that will, will help to freshen it up and get rid of any negative energy. Um, wipe down the skirtings and the wall. It's better for your health and your sleep as well. Very good tip. Excellent. Yeah, and especially um, the sleeping there, because as we said before, you know, it can be very um, unsettling if you don't get your eight hours and things like that. And what's the point? I mean, you can lie in bed and just lie there and get really, really frustrated, which is what most of us do. <laughs> most of us will just lie there and be like, come on, come on. Um, but you know what? <laughs> the other tip I wanted to suggest, because it's along the lines of what Beck was just talking about, is the other night, because I've been, you know, getting up with Sissy a lot and then trying to get back to sleep all the time. And it's like a constant wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep. I was getting really frustrated and getting a bit panicky the other night. And what I did was I walked downstairs and I got my vodka spray. So one third vodka, two thirds water, essential oils. Walked back upstairs and I got my stress spray as well. So I've got a spray here for stress, which is just a Coles brand. It's like um, Basistos. So I think it's called, it's really weird, um, Basistas, really weird name. Um, but it's this Coles brand stress spray and it's got a little orange and stuff like that in it. Anyway, I walked back upstairs, sprayed the room. Um, so with the vodka spray and the um, uh, stress spray and I was out like a light, slept amazingly. So sometimes it is just that frustration and things that are built up and you feel the energy from that, the emotion from that. So um, using a vodka spray, um, it's a neutralizer and it just neutralized the energy and I felt amazing and I went straight back to sleep. So um, that was really great. And I did feel a lot of stress in there. Now, uh, coming up in the next episode, thank you again for listening. And Beck, thank you for uh, chatting. That was wonderful. Some really good tips today. Coming up in the next episode, we're going to be talking about freaking ourselves out. Now, this comes from a trip that I Yay. did to Rainbow, which was hilarious <laughs> and so stupid. What were we thinking? Not Rebecca and I, but um, Deborah and I. Uh, but we just, oh, God, it was funny. Um, but it makes Hi, good, Deb. Good oh, we love Deb. Yeah, makes we good conversations Hi, later. So we're talking about the things that we did. And we actually, this is funny because I've got a bunch of stories from even last night. I was meeting up with the Aura Business ladies last night and um, they were saying to me, Michelle, um, you need to come back and you need to be like um, one of the guest speaker kind of people at our um, events. So we do all the events and things. And they're like, you need to be a guest speaker and like do platform mediumship, like stand up in front of everyone. And that can be one of our guest speaker nights. And I'm going... 
yeah, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And then we started talking about like one of the ladies ended up kind of getting into a seance and the whole table lifted up off the, off the, you know, floor and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I want to be out that door. See ya. Like, so we've all got, we've all got experiences like that where things have happened and they're being quite like, Oh, what, you, what just went on there? Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about and comparing our, our stories next week. So it's going to be fun, Rebecca. It's going to be fun. Lots yeah. of fun. We'd like yeah. to hear your stories too. So maybe um, ahead of next week's episode, if you've got some things that you can put in the comments or email us at livinginlife33 at gmail.com, we'd like to hear about your freakout stories. Absolutely. And remember, this episode won't go to air for a little while, but um, I guess when you do hear this, it will be the following um, episode by the time we get there. Happy Easter, Beck. Happy Easter and to everyone else out there. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>